Hello and welcome to the podcast edition of ANC's Matters of Fact. I'm Christian Esguera. Okay, so in the middle of a uh, pandemic uh, here in the Philippines, there was another big story happening uh, which happened just a few days ago. Uh, the largest broadcast network in the Philippines, ABS-CBN, was shut down by the Philippine government uh, through the National Telecommunications Commission. Of course, the argument that the uh, NTC uh, was saying was that ABS-CBN's uh, legislative franchise had already expired last May 4. That's why the following day they decided to issue a shutdown order at ABS-CBN. And of course, uh, what's interesting here is that uh, there's a uh, there's a public uproar uh, which was triggered by this action by the Philippine government. So for this week's uh, podcast, we're going to talk about the uh, implications of this uh, move by the Philippine government and also the bigger context of this uh, in the context of press freedom. Uh, so for this uh, episode, we're joined by three uh, distinguished gentlemen. <laughs> I'll start First, with uh, Mr. Virgil Santos, he was uh, he is a former uh, chairman of the uh, Center for Media Freedom and Responsibility, but uh, he's also a trustee of uh, the CMFR, a media watchdog, also a columnist, a veteran journalist. Uh, good morning, Mr. Santos. Hi, Christian. Okay. Pleased to be here. Okay. We're also joined by uh, Mr. John Neri, okay? a former colleague and boss at uh, the Philippine Daily Inquirer. He's still a columnist at the Philippine Daily Inquirer. Is also the convener of the uh, Consortium on Democracy and Disinformation, a very important organization that was established uh, to combat, uh, as the name suggests, uh, disinformation and misinformation, uh, which is very prevalent under this uh, this regime. Uh, thank you for joining us, Mr. John Neri. Thanks, Ian. Okay. And last but not the least, uh, a, a guy who goes by the name of Felipe Salvosa II, uh, a veteran journalist also, a former editor of Business World. Uh, he now runs his own newsroom. Uh, it's called Press One. Uh, he's also the head of the uh, journalism program of the University of Santo Tomas. Thank you very much for joining us uh, on this podcast. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Okay, so for uh, Mr. Berel Santos and Felipe, this is their second time uh, to be part of this podcast. This is the first yeah. time for ah, yeah, that's right. Mr. Janeri. We didn't uh, get the chance to have you before. We set the, we set the schedule right. before, right? You remember? Okay, okay. let's start the, the ball rolling. Um, first, let's talk about uh, this, uh, this statement coming from the House Speaker of the Philippines, uh, Philippine House of Representatives, finally. Claimed that um, basically this was basically the fault of the NTC and uh, Congress should not be blamed for what happened to ABS-CBN. What do you guys think? would like to start? I'd like to start. No, medyo nanggigigil ako dito. Yung statement ni Speaker or kaya tano kanina umaga, it has to be read with the statement that he published on his Facebook page in February. No, Ngayon, he claims that he will, that the House will act on the franchise. But in February, if you look at his statement in February, he even enumerated what he thought were the sins of ABS-CBN. For example, sabi niya, look at the election coverage of 2010 and 2016 and tell me if it's fair. Tapos sabi niya, he told you guys, ABS-CBN, to do some soul-searching. And then he said that the House will tackle the franchise at an appropriate time. No? Dito sa message niya kaninang umaga, tinago pa niya eh, no? sinabi niya na when he started his term as House Speaker, no, he set down the priorities of the House, including when the House will tackle the franchise. He did not say that it was in his priority. In fact, there were stories already in, 
early on that uh, the ABS-CBN franchise was not in his priority. So lumalabas talaga dito, si Speaker, if he's not the mastermind of this, is siyang top implementer of the plan to derail ABS-CBN's franchise. Okay. Uh, about uh, like to add. Hindi, <laughs> 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 alam mo, ano talaga yan. Uh, sabihin lang, may kasalanan. May Bakit pag-uusapan pa? Umpisa pa lang, ay, sinabi na ni Presidente Duterte, sasaran niya kayo eh. Sasaran niya ABS-CBN. Ulit-ulit na sinasabi sa inyo yan eh. Mm-hmm. Sasaran niya ang ABS-CBN. At wala namang kumikibong ibang kasanggan niya na hindi po mapayag mangyari yon. Ngayon, sinasabi ni Cayetano na gagawin niya yung uh, tatawagin niya ang kongreso. Alam mo, nagaantay na ako, umpisa pa lang eh. Nung dumating yung order ng NTC, nagumpisa na ako magantay kung ano sasabihin ng kongreso. Kasi yung kongreso rito, may dalawa, there are two things that the Congress must redeem eh. No? One, yung power nila, hinijack yun eh, no? Mm. Yung franchising power. Yung pangalawa, their own self-respect. Ang katapat lang pala nila, NTC eh. No? <laughs> So, I suppose, dapat siguro, lumitaw agad yung speaker. Pero hindi lumitaw eh. Alam mo, masamang, pa, masamang ano yun eh. Masamang sinyalis yun eh. Hindi ka lumilitaw agad. At ang sabi niya, narinig ko pa, nung lumitaw siya, preoccupied daw siya with the pandemic. Eh, yung pandemic, eh, ginawa talagang pretext yun eh. At si Cayetano happens to be the patriarch now of a political dynasty. Yung mga kamag-anak niya, iyon ang preoccupied sa pandemic. Si Cayetano, ibang dapat na dapat niyang uh, uh, pakialaman. Kasi doon sa pandemic, superfluous siya ron. Yung asawa at yung kapatid at yung lahat ng mga kamag-anak dealing na with the pandemic, eh, guguluhin niya lang yon. Ang issue ngayon dito na malaki yung ABS-CBN franchise. And apparently, he is not to eager no, to resolve it. Siguro pabayaan na lang mangyari na mangyari yan. Sige, kung ano mangyari? Tingin nila, with the pandemic, tatagal lang yan. Mawawala na rin yan. The issue will burn out. So, ganyan ang ginagawa niya ngayon. In the meantime, salita siya ng salita, nagagawin niya ang dapat niyang gawin as speaker para ma-resolve itong issue ng franchise. Ibig sabihin, hindi resolve itong issue ng franchise. The NTC order did not resolve it. Of course, hindi naman talaga. Dahil pwede pang mangyari ito sa korte. At yung, in fact, hindi dapat nangyari sa korte. Dapat yung kongreso, dinisidihan ito at walang magagawa yung korte. Mm-hmm. No? Pero wala. Pero Ang tingin ko, pinabayaan na lang nila. Mm-hmm. But in the first place, oh, 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 sige, John, I'd like you to respond to this. Uh, yeah. Was the NTC, did, did the NTC actually hijack the House of Representatives or they allowed themselves to be quote-unquote hijacked? Uh, before I answer that, I have two things to say about uh, Cayetano's statement. I agree with what was said earlier. First, that he is in fact the implementer of the uh, delay uh, strategy uh, because the congressional franchise must uh, issue uh, must start uh, from the House of Representatives. So, first point is that that statement was a washing of hands. 
but I think uh, and and my colleagues have already pointed out why that is exactly a wash in the pan. But my second point is that if we, if we read the statement closely, it seems like like there is a drawing of lines also. No? So he's saying uh, he's threatening Kalida and the NTC with a day of reckoning. Uh, is this just pro forma? Are they just playing game? <laughs> uh, um, I, I have to say that uh, from what I can see, that many of Duterte's political allies were actually astonished that this actually came to pass. No? Nakita rin nila yung galit ng taong bayan. Uh, so I think that there is a genuine sense of concern on their part. Na if they do not manage this well, may mangyari sa kanila. No? Uh, so, um, anong, anong, anong mangyari dito? May EPT nila yung NTC. In fact, uh, privileged speech was already delivered, right? Uh, assailing the NTC, calling for its abolition. Uh, the NTC found itself in a position, so to go back to your second question, uh, Christian, uh, NTC found itself in a position where it was facing a threat from the Solicitor General and a threat from the House of Representatives. So in the end, we should ask ourselves, why did they heed the Solicitor General? In my view, that is because they thought that between the two threats, the threat from the Solicitor General was the more credible. And why, is it, why was it more credible? Because it goes back all the way to the root of the problem. As Verhel said, from the very start, Duterte already promised that the uh, network will be shut down. And for the NTC, they knew that the Solicitor, Solicitor General was for the shutdown, while the Senate and the House were open to renewal. So, in fact, NTC said, it's very difficult to ano, right now to take seriously Kayatano because before sabi niya, if ABS-CBN is shut down, he himself will switch on the transmitter. Uh -huh. And now it took him three days no, yeah. out, no, after ABS-CBN was shut down. So, ibig sabihin, pinag-isipan pa niya kung ano isusulat niya. Pero litaw pa rin yung agenda dun sa sinulat niya statement. Ano. Hinahanap pa niya yung transmitter. <laughs> but, but don't you think the NTC was somehow set up here by the House of Representatives? Yes! Nagpasa nagpapasalamat pa sila sa NTC dahil lalong gugulo. Ibig sabihin, na-distract na naman tayo. Imbis na disidihan yung franchise, May NTC muna. Labanan muna natin itong NTC. Labanan muna natin si Kalida. Pero itong franchise, saka na lang yan. You know why? Kasi pagka dinisidihan nila yung franchise, puwersado sila na i-renew yun. Kasi sabi ng Constitution, hindi man sinasabi ng Constitution na i-renew ang batas na nagpuprotekta ng uh, kalayaan ng pamamahayag, sinasabi, you cannot, that the, that freedom cannot be infringed upon. Diba? Hmm. So yung sinasabi ni, ni Secretary of Justice na in fact, walang operating law huh? that will um, outright decide what Congress should do in a case where a renewal of a franchise is being requested. Wala. Hmm. Paano hindi po pwede? Pagkat tinanggal mo yung frankisa, in-infringe mo yung press freedom, tinanggalan mo, tinapyasan mo, binawasan mo, 
ng kalayaan yung mamamahayag. Which is sabi ng iba. Oh, oh, ang sabi ng iba, eh, uh, by the way, ah, yun lang kalayaan na yun ang binigyan ng ganyang enshrinement ng konstitusyon. Ah. Walang iba. Ngayon, ang sabi ng iba, Aba, hindi naman po pwede. Nagbigay ang franchise, hindi pwede. Hindi. Hindi talaga po pwede. Eh, paano mawawala sa ABS-CBN yan? Bakit ba nag-iisip kayo na para mawala sa ABS-CBN? Pwede lang yung mawala sa ABN pag ayaw na ng ABS-CBN. Sino po pwersa sa ABS-CBN na mawala yan? Pag hindi na sinuportahan ng merkado yan, uh, nawala na ng kapasidad yan to exercise the, ano, the, the uh, responsibilities of that franchise, doon lang mawawala yan. Iba yung tinanggalang ka ng freedom at dinipride ka ng freedom. Ang sinasabi sa Konstitusyon, hindi ka dapat tanggalan ng, ng measure of freedom. Ha? Ngayon, eh, paano naman yung iba na ayaw bigyan ng frankisa? Walang mawawala sa kanila. Wala pa sila ng freedom na yun. Eh. No? So, walang mawawala sa kanila. Ibang usapan yun. Okay. So, at freedom, uh, oh, application. application. Uh, this one. Oh, ibang case. Oh. Now, what they, Kaya, pwersado. What, uh, what do you guys think of this uh, this uh, off-repeated line coming from supporters of the president, also critics of ABS-CBN claiming that this is not a press freedom issue. This is purely a question of law. No franchise, no operation. What do you guys think? I, I think it's really interesting when you wade through the comments from uh, Duterte supporters, um, you, you, will, you will find, we will find that basically there's a pattern. Uh, they say that the president is a real person, he's authentic, and yet when you throw back at them, the very words that this president has said, I will shut it down and so on and so forth, they do not believe that the president is telling the truth. Do you okay. get it? The pattern is, oh, my president is real, but his words are fake. So all of these arguments are really just ways of saying, don't believe what our president just said. No? It's a matter of law. Ngayon, kasalanan pa ng ABS dahil hindi rin napasan noong 2014. There was a bill. The franchise is for 25 years. Who wants to renew a franchise with six years to go? Sinayang mo yung six years. Even then, the box stops with them because they are the present Congress. It's true. And in the 17th and 18th Congresses, about a dozen measures were filed. So my point is that, ito yung tanong mo, that kind of argument is really part of this whole array of non-arguments by supporters. And all of these non-arguments are just ways of saying, okay, maniwala sa sinabi ng poon. If it was a legal issue, why did it why did they not cure it before so that wala nang legal issue? Ang question ko sa committee on franchises is what what happened from the time the bills were referred to their committee and up to this time? Nagtawag sila ng position papers April na. Hinga pala de. Basta sila nang hingi ng position papers. Tama ba? You're among those who submitted the position paper. Yeah, they, they asked me to submit a position paper. I gave them a position paper outlining everything uh, I could gather about the ABS-CBN franchise. And then wala pa silang hearing. You didn't, uh, no, you didn't uh, recommend the, uh, the shutdown of ABS, huh? Oh, no, of course 
Pero yung nga, hindi pa sila nag-hearing eh. What did they do from the start of the present Not Congress? Not hearing. Wala. They sat on it. Yeah. Actually, technically... Ayaw nila. Ayaw nila mangyari. Kasi sabi ng batas, hindi nila pwedeng i-deny yung renewal. So, ayon na mangyari. So, bayaan na lang nila yung NTC. Ah, namang sagutin niya lahat siya. Walang yan. Basta hindi natin gagawin yan. Hindi, kailangan i-renew nila eh. Hindi pwedeng hindi i-renew. Hindi pwedeng hindi i-renew. Kailangan i-renew nila. So, there was a... Hindi po pwede There's an earlier Philippine Star report, no? quoting an unnamed member of the Legislative Franchise Committee in the House who said na we cannot attend to the ABS-CBN bills while the president is still complaining about it. Mm. Okay? Oh. This, this brings us back to your third question, uh, Christian. Why is it a press freedom issue? Because it boils down to the president's displeasure. And he has not been shy about that. Hey, these guys uh, were unfair. And even more revealing, nung nagkaroon ng an extraordinary Senate uh, session on the ABS-CBN franchise, uh, his uh, assistant, Senator Bongo, said, eh, because that's the way you treated the president. Mm -hmm. So that makes it a press freedom issue. Just because the president feels hurt is not an excuse to shut down a media organization. How about the claim of those who are uh, saying that this is not a press freedom issue? They were saying, um, anyway, even if the free TV was shut down, even if AM and FM radio were shut down, uh, ABS-CBN uh, is still able to broadcast through other platforms. So basically, oh, di maliwanag. You lost a measure of freedom na hindi dapat mangyari. At itong mga kampo nila, ano pa ba ang gusto nila para paniwalaan si Duterte? Sinara ang ABS-CBN. Sabi niya, tatanggalin niya si Sereno. Tinanggal si Sereno. Sabi niya, ikukulog si Laila Dilip. Tinang, kinulog si Laila. Ano pang gusto nila para paniwalaan na si Presidente? Nagsasabi yung Presidente ng totoo eh. Kung kailan nagsasabi ng totoo yung Presidente, ayaw nilang paniwalaan. Why? Because it is convenient uh, for them to do so. <laughs> Lilitaw kasi, itong lahat na to, eh sa kagustuhan ni Presidente. Ayaw lang nilang lumabas lahat yan. Kaya sabi rin ng Kongreso, Habang nagagalit si Presidente, huwag muna natin pag-usapan ito kasi mas, madal, mas madaling ikawit kay Presidente lahat ito eh. Ang but problema nito, stop sila. Yeah, pero don't you think that uh, actually uh, reflects negatively on how pathetic our uh, political system is? Oh yeah, the, the, whole, the whole system. Yeah, pati yung freedom. Specifically the House of Representatives that... Uh, oh yes. This is, uh, no, this is a not so, um, this is not a secret actually. This is an open secret that, um, of course, the president is very powerful. He controls Congress, in particular the House of Representatives. Yes. Pero ito in full view, nakikita natin eh. Yes. Kaya nga eh. Ay, nakita niya yung pandemic, tamang-tama ang timing. Sabay lang yan. Actually, pag tinignan mo ang nangyayari sa atin lahat, tamang-tama uh, rin sa disenyo ni Presidente. Gusto niya Marcelo? O oh, yan, yeah, nagkalat ngayon yung 
yung troops at saka APCs at saka pulis sa kalye. Ano pa ba ito? Lahat ng uh, lahat ng agencies na lead agencies na lumalaban sa coronavirus ang heads general yung AIATF ang general doon siguro mga walosyam ibig sabihin lahat ng gumagalaw ngayon ha ng mga institusyon ngayon na involved sa lahat na ito ha are headed by ex-generals. Anong alam nung ex-generals? I'm not saying na wala silang alam. But certainly, ang training nila in subordinate disciplines, certainly not health. They're certainly not, not public administration. Pero yan lahat ang nandyan. DENR, DSWD, yung implementer mismo ng, ng, ano, ng campaign, yung DIL, DILG, yung IATF, Sabihin, talagang ito kasama ito ron sa ABS-CBN. How about the assurance coming from, uh, you could sense it somehow Malacanang was jolted by this development. No? Because right after uh, the shutdown, uh, Harry Roque, uh, the former human rights lawyer, according to his yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden went on national TV the following morning saying that, uh, well, the president is neutral on this issue. I mean, <laughs> the fact that they had to say it. What do you think, guys? Kinabi hey, na presidente nung December na I will shut you down, make no mistake about it. So how can he say that the person is neutral? So it's hard to think, it's hard to take Harry Roque seriously nowadays. Right? Yeah. Okay, Lalo as a general statement, that is true. It is really hard to take Harry Roque seriously these days. And in particular, <laughs> that statement of his, there are probably a dozen to 15 instances when the president uh, said specifically that he was uh, uh, coming Sasaranya. after the end. He oh. even said something uh, in, in the State of the Nation address. Yes. Uh, which is like the, the most important ceremonial speech he gives every year. Yes, speaking of the president's pronouncements, bigay natin exact mga dates when the president actually threatened ABS-CBN and other news organizations, in particular Raptor, the Philippine Daily Inquirer. You have March 30, 2017. Uh, you have April 27, 2017. May 19, 2017. Uh, April, uh, August 3, 2018. Uh, tapos yung sinasabi ni Felipe, December 3, 2019. The president said he would make sure that ABS-CBN would be out or would be out with this year. And then there was another attack on December 30. But if you listen to uh, uh, his spokesman and uh, in Malacanya, okay, uh, Chief Presidential Legal Counsel Panelo, this is their line. They would say, they often say that uh, this was before the president accepted the apology from EBS-CBN over the controversial political ad in 2016. What do you think, guys? I'm going to uh, put together this line of uh, questioning with the last one no? about how uh, subservient Congress is. Um, it, may, it is true that uh, what's happening now happened after ABS made an apology. Uh, but we should judge them by their actions. And as we can see, even after the apology, nothing happened in the House. Oh, they solicited... Uh, position papers and all that, but there's still no hearing. Nothing happened in the House. And why is that? Because, well, it is true that all speakers are, in a way, 
uh, elected with the imprimatur of the incumbent president, it was only this president who actually uh, said in public, you have to vote for Cayetano as speaker. The truth is, and we all know this, Speaker Caetano uh, on his own would never have received enough votes. So he is very much the president's creation as speaker. And he has no incentive or motivation to do anything that will displease the president. It's true. So it is true that the apology was made. But it is also true that nothing was done until today. Even, even his statement today, saying there will be a day of reckoning, did not say that, okay, we're going to fast track this next week, we will, nothing. By the way, breaking news, uh, we're now seeing uh, the face of Mr. Beryl Santos on this podcast. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we're waiting no, for, no. We're waiting for <laughs> Philippe's face. Groveling. If you're looking for the supreme groveler, Presidente, si Caetano yun. Umpisa pa, isipin mo yung, yung, yung ginawa sa kanya nung eleksyon ng sarili ng presidente. Sinabi sa kanya, ikaw ang tumatakbong vice-presidente ko pero doon ako kay Bongbong. Umpisa pa lang yun. <laughs> but do you Wala think, na yan. Do you think Kaitano is doing this because he doesn't want to displease the president or he's, he, he also has his own uh, agenda? Interest? Well, I think it's both. Agenda. But I, I think it's Useful yung presidente ngayon sa agenda niya. And magbibodi, lahat yan. Eh siya nga, sabi nga ni, ni John eh, creation siya, a speaker created by the president eh. Useful eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya pareho. Going back to sa issue ng press freedom, uh, of course, sinasabi nga nila, ABS-CBS still has other avenues or platforms to broadcast. And yun, sabi ni Mr. Santos na this only confirms that we lost a measure of freedom, di ba? Yes. Yung, yung argument pa rin nila, we were not completely actually shut down. Basically, there's okay. all the arguments available to us. Napaka-dishonest nung argument na yan, ano? Kasi right now, you have taken out the biggest player. So imagine if you do, did this in the US, tatlawang major network series. If you took it down, magrarally ang Amerika. Pero now, you, you're taking down not just any other media player, it's the biggest. No, so and then what? Uh, what what happens to the audiences of ABS-CBN? No, those who want, we don't want to switch to other channels. At saka, no, hindi lang yon. Ibig sabihin, binibigyan mo. Ah, you are reinforcing the argument that tanggalan. Pwede nyo kami tanggalan ng konting freedom. Wag lang lahat. Anong klaseng argumento yan? Di ba? Wag nyo lang tanggalin lahat. Konti lang. Dano ka konte? Ang pwede. Yun ang pinag-uusapan dito. Kaya nga sa Constitution sinasabi, infringement eh. Basta nakakuha ka lang ng kahit na ano, mm-hmm. measure freedom, hindi dapat mangyari. Yun ang, yun ang punto doon. Kaya walang, yung argumentong yun, wala. Pag sinabi nila, eh napapanood pa naman namin yung ano eh, sa iba eh, no? Ang nakikinig ka sa isang, sa isang uh, grupo, na okay lang sa kanila na mawala ng konting freedom ang ang ABS-CBN. Pero hindi sila nakikinig dun sa iba na ayaw namin yan. Yung, yung, yung mga iba. Yeah, that, that's very important. Uh, they also sense somehow that uh, today, despite this unimaginable event that actually took place, 
which is the shutdown of the biggest network in the Philippines, still you have a good uh, number of the population who think na it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we can live without that. I, I mean, do you find it hard to also explain to them the bigger context and implications of what's of what just happened? Alam mo, malalim yan eh. Hindi madaling maintindihan ng isang tao na hindi nag-aral ng gusto. Pag nakita mo yung educational level dito, merong nakarating, hindi nakarating sa eskwelahan, merong nakapag-aral lang ng konti, merong nakarating sa kolehiyo na hindi naman natuto. Ang dami niyan eh, no? So, paano may kukwento sa kanila? Eh, ito ay eh, talagang, this is, this is a basic bedrock democratic principle ito. Yung, yung ano lang, press freedom lang ang merong ganyang enshrinement sa konstitusyon, ha? Walang ibang freedoms, ha? na sinasabi sa'yo, no law shall be created infringing upon freedom of the press. Yun lang, ha? Walang iba. Alam mo kung bakit? Kasi naintindihan ng mga gumawa ng konstitusyon na kailangan protektahan ito dahil walang kalaban-laban ito. As it is, wala naman tayo kalaban-laban eh. Hindi naman talaga eh. Pag ang kalaban mo yung... Kasi, the uh, potential for conspiracy sa kabila, napakadali. Pinapakita sa atin ngayon kanila yung mga korte, kanila yung kongreso, kanila yung army, kanila yung pulis, may BI, ariyan. Ano, ano tayo, ano, wala salita, dadalang tayo eh. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, ano, that, uh, pre, that, ano, that freedom, we share pa with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Kaya ginawa ng konstitusyon yun, na huwag nyo nang tanggalan, wala nang kalaban-laban yan eh. E samantalang iyan, ang watchdog ng tao. Pero ang tao hindi naintindihan yan. Even with, ang problema. Even if they already lost uh, ABS-CBN. Ngayon lang yung iba. Yung, yung nagsusubscribe lang, yung, yung, yung sa terrestrial TV lang, yung mga walang, uh, walang, ano, walang, walang tools, uh, communication tools like us, at yung hindi, nag, hindi nagkakable, ah, hindi nagka-Facebook, wala. Hindi lang na, nawalan yan. Let's talk about how uh, the, the, the government, the administration is reacting or has been reacting to this. There was a statement coming from Martin Andanar, the communication secretary. Uh, curiously, he was assailing the, the angle of the foreign media uh, when it came to their stories about EBS-CBN shutdown. And of course, again, the, the statement coming from uh, Harry Roque saying the president was neutral. What do you make of these statements? Kumbaga, do you sense something... Uh, off that somehow they're, they're feeling uh, some sense of uh, some kind of pressure what do you think guys no they just have to say that reminded na mga diktador lang ang nagpapasara ng media outlets no so kung hindi pa niya nare-recognize yon ewan ko na sasagutin <laughs> kanya ni pe sabihin sa iyo sinaraban namin kayo tinanggalan lang namin kayo ng konting kalayaan eh Pero hindi naman namin kayo sinara so hindi kami diktador kung diktador kami sinara na namin kayo lahat Iyan ang argumento niyo mga yan. So pagka binigyan mo sila, kaya ang sinasabi ko, lagi kong binabalik ang usapan doon sa argumento na kahit konti lang freedom ang mawala sa'yo, hindi dapat mangyari. Kasi yun ang... Pup- Oo. Oh, 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 kasi yun ang... Sila naman, sasabihin nila yon Force to good sila Kailangan ganun. John, you were saying uh, something kanina. Well, uh, about uh, Martin Adenar's uh, response, I think he was under the misimpression that their European and international junkets uh, actually made a 
a different <laughs> And now, I realized all that was just wasted government resources because, in fact, foreign journalists, like local journalists, true to their profession, know how to sift uh, truth from falsehood. So, may konting nakikata siya dun sa salita niyong ganun. And then, of course, I think Harry Roque. Now, again, some people might say baka they're just playing roles. No? Pero ako, ang, ang tingin ko naman dito is that uh, what Roque said, that when he woke up, that, in the, uh, uh, that he and uh, a couple of other cabinet secretaries were stunned when this happened, I actually think that's true. No, I think that... Uh, you will see that there is a tug of war, for instance, between the Justice Secretary and the uh, Solicitor General. It's only recently that the Solicitor General enjoys cabinet level status. Before, the Solicitor General was always under the Justice Secretary. But now they're fighting. They have different legal positions. Uh, if you remember, uh, Solicitor General Kalita wanted to co-warranto APS-CBN and uh, Guevara, I think that was December last year, said, First time I heard of that, I don't think that will work, and so on and so forth. So I think it's important to realize that not everybody's on board. Okay? Yeah. However, are they going to say anything? Hindi ko alam. Ang haba nung PC ni Cabinet Secretary Pernier before he finally decided, hindi na niya kaya. Of course, on another issue. But do you think they're getting a clear instruction from the President? Kasi nga, you're also hearing a certain perspective that the President leadership is that pahala kayo magkaglo I won't lift a finger but do you think at this stage there's still a very clear instruction coming from I, I was struck by something that Roque said no? uh, he said so after the after the shutdown he said I spoke to the president at 10pm and we spoke for 20 minutes and this is what he told me if you notice uh, when Panelo was spokesman, he never said anything like that. He never qualified his statements. Kasi lang siya. He was just second-guessing what the president would say. No? He was, or rather, anticipating what the president would say. But in this instance, I think Roque was really taken aback. He had to make a call to the president. Mr. President, what do we do now? And the president said, Tell the, you know, thank you to ABS for what it's worked, the pandemic, you know, I'm neutral, and so on and so forth. Um, I think that that's a recognition that they they, they may have stirred the hornet's nest. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're going to change tack. Parang na lang nila, no? I think the, no, the mere fact, the mere fact na walang ginagawa yung Kongreso, uh, ang tingin nila gusto talagang mangyari to ni Presidente. That, that na walang ginagawa, no? Ngayon, ang isang nangyari, bakit ngayon sa pandemic? Kasi, it is in these times that this government has been revealed really huh? as inept, huh? inept, actually inefficient, incompetent. Huh? If you look at how this pandemic is being handled, inilalabas ng ABS-CBN. Kasi pagka ikaw naman nandun, wala ka nang magawa kahit nasabihin pa, kahit na anong gawin mo pang tulong dun sa kabila, wala, hindi mo matutulungan eh. Dahil lumalabas ang katotohanan eh. So, sarang na lang natin ito. Ano? Umpisahan na lang natin ito. Ang tingin ko, ano eh, yung pag, pag, ano sa pan, pag, uh, pagdating nung, nung order, biglang-bigla yun. Isabihin, hindi yun na naplano ng gusto. Biglang-bigla yun. Kaya ikli-ikli eh. Walang, walang eksplorasyon eh. Di ba nakita niya? Walang, ano? Was it really biglang-bigla. 
I, I remember si Felipe right after the shutdown you you tweeted something uh, about the the, the shutdown it yes oh. a Pearl Harbor incident oh. pero I saw some comments uh, trying to controvert that description of of yours Felipe saying na how could this be considered a Pearl Harbor moment when we should have seen this coming that the franchise was set to expire on May 4 so as a consequence following that uh, day wala na talaga oh hey, i didn't know that it would come at this time yung ano diba pearl harbor alam naman ng alam naman nila oh ngera eh diba alam pero we were lulled into our comfort na the ntc will give a provisional license to abscbn kasi they made the assurance during the house hearing in on march 10 and then kayatano supported the Committee on Legislative Franchises who wrote to NTC to give ABS-CBN a temporary permit. And then, all of a sudden, on May 5, they make a 180-degree turn and say, hindi na, wag na. Kaya maganda yung interview mo kay, ano, kay Deputy Commissioner no, sa ANC nung isang araw. Ano. Wala Medyo siyang na- alam eh. Masukol mo siya dun eh. No? So, uh, biglang nag-split hair siya. Sabi niya, kasi ginamit niyo yung term na provisional authority. If you use the term provisional authority, I will cannot grant that. Sana kung sinabi niyo, ay, let allow ABS-CBN to operate. Pero when you ask that, okay, if we did not say provisional authority and we just allowed ABS-CBN to operate, will you allow it to operate? Ang sabi niya, ay, pag-uusapan pa namin yan sa commission. Uh, niya, so, I, was, sa commission I, was, eh. I was struck by that. Kasi nga, Hindi, wala, walang alam eh. Yung, yung interview mo, walang alam. Can you imagine, as is deputy ka, wala kang alam? But it's very clear, supposedly, na in the past, they allowed seven entities to operate uh, with an expired license. Pero ang claim niya kasi, oh. during that time, nobody asked the NTC oh, yeah. to say anything. Pero ang, ang, ang question ko aron, which is quite revealing uh, when it came to his response, eh, did you find that ano, illegal then also? And you yeah. should have also... Hindi niya masabi. Tapos Hindi, sabi niya, lawyer daw Dinideny niya na pressure siya ni Kalida. Pero at on the other hand, sasabihin niya ay eh, kasi may questions. Merong ano, may controversy which was brought up by Kalida. So which is which, no? So ayan, kaya maganda yung interview mo na ipit mo siya doon. I, I read the uh, ABS-CBN petition filed with the Supreme Court for a TRO. Uh-huh. And one of the uh, arguments of ABS-CBN is precisely uh, the uh, unequal protection, no? Uh, uh, we are all entitled to equal protection of the laws. And look at all these previous uh, networks or telecoms companies whose uh, license or franchises expired, and yet they're allowed. You know? For me, the most uh, striking example is uh, the Catholic Media Network, which is run by the CBCP. Their franchise expired in 2017. And their license was renewed only in 2019. Two years. Maybe a year and a half. I don't know exactly when it expired, but uh, the, the bill was August 20, uh, 1992, so 2017. No? Almost a year and a half, almost two years, wala silang license. And yet they're allowed to, to, to continue. So I think, that, I think that's a great argument, right? I mean, I think that the, the legal principle is estoppel. I mean, ginawa nyo na yung dati eh. No? Oh, stop talaga sila. But hindi nyo ginagawa ngayon. Parang, dapat tuloy nyo rin ginagawa nyo. And I hope, I hope that the Supreme Court will, will find that really this, is, this amounts to grave abuse of discretion. Diba? Talagang... Ang, hir- ang hirap, hindi pa natalo sa Supreme Court si Presidente. Eh. <laughs> well, hindi ang hirap. Eternal. 
Alam mo kasi ako tinitingnan ko record eh. Ang tingin-tingin ko ang lakas-lakas ng ang lakas-lakas ng argumento doon kay Laila eh. Ang tingin ko ang lakas-lakas ng argumento doon kay kay um, Sereno eh. Ang daming ang lakas-lakas ng argumento talo lahat eh. Mm-hmm. So Yun maybe tinitingnan ko. May, uh, politically how can this happen uh, that uh, yeah. at least a majority of eight justices will believe Harry Roque uh, when Harry Roque said the president said I'm neutral you do whatever no uh, ang tingin ko niyan ang hirap nito pinabayaan majority to cobble together then a majority in congress to pass a yes. pinabayaan so, nila yung kongreso political dynamics doon <laughs> ang ano ang ang ABS-CBN ah uh, help ah uh, Noong una, NTC hijacked the congressional power without any help, only on the dictates of Kalida, presumably. But this time around, by going to the Supreme Court, ah, pinabayaan naman effectively ng ABS-CBN ah, raise the possibility for the Supreme Court na hijack naman yung, ano, yung Kongreso ulit. Pero ang gagawin siguro, ang maaaring gawin ng Supreme Court, ibalik sa Kongreso, hayamong Kongreso mag-decide, pero sasara din nila yung ABS-CBN. Ang hirap nito, mahirap gawin yon Dahil may batas na sinasabi, walang nagsasabi na pwede niyong isara yan. Walang sinasabi sa Kongreso na pwede niyong i-deny ang request niyan for renewal of franchise. Iyon ang, iyon ang pinipilit na eskapuhan ni uh, ni ano ni Alan Cayetano at ng iba pang mga kongresista na ang tingin nila ang gusto ni presidente isarayan. Iyon ang titingnan nila. Ngayon tinitingnan ko ngayon ano ang gagawin ng ano ng, ng Supreme Court. Balik ba sa ano yan? Sa sa Kongreso. Bayaan na lang na bayaan na lang na tumakbo uli ang ABS pero sa Kongreso. But in the end isara din. Pero paano nila isasara? At least mahirap gawin yun. No, I, th- I think the most that we can realistically expect, the most that mm. we can realistically expect from the Supreme Court is for them to issue a status quo anti-order. Mm. Balik sa dati, let them air. Balik but, sa dati, oh, yeah, exactly. But leave it to the Congress to, to uh, exactly. pass or not exactly. pass a franchise. Exactly. Ayaw ni, ano? Damage that's being wreaked, oh. uh, considerable number of uh, oh. livelihoods at stake and so on and so forth. Ayaw ni Cayetano. At kasi they, ang hirap Ang hirap ilaban yan. That's the most, that's the most I think we can expect from the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a good possibility. Kaso, people might also even argue na ano, wouldn't that actually be a very positive action coming from the Supreme Court? Something that could uh, that could be seen as uh, trying to eat away from the power exclusive to Congress? Oh, no, no. I, I think it's already set. Uh, the, the, the Supreme Court has the power of judicial review. And um, every action of uh, Congress, in fact, the, our 1987 Constitution limited the scope of the political question doctrine. You know? So before, uh, uh, under the previous constitutions, uh, people, uh, uh, Congress or the executive can just say, well, this is part of uh, political doctrine, not political question doctrine. You, you don't uh, get into that. Now, there's that provision on uh, great abuse of discretion. That really limits the scope of uh, political questions. However, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm glad that ABS is exploring all avenues, but I'm not, I'm not saying that the Supreme Court will actually work on it. If it, if it does, great. If it doesn't, then other, uh, other avenues for redress. 
But of course, the Supreme Court for certiorari to meaning to say it's a petition for review. And yes, the Supreme Court should be able to issue a status quo ante order. Kasi nga ang issue ng ABS-CBN, but yung kami pinasara, walang due process, walang exactly no hearing. Yeah. Yes. At the NTC. Yeah, natingin, natingin ko talaga. Babalik yan. Status kaya babalik yan sa Congreso. Congreso magde-decide. May hirapan ng Congreso na i-decide to against the ABS-CBN. Kasi nga DOJ itself saying na walang batas. Siyo, yun na pwede nyo gawin sa ABS-CBN yan. So, may hirapan si Caetano. Eh, eh, pero kung ang sinasabi ni, ni, ni Presidente, basta saran nyo yan, ganun naman yun eh. Remember, at another time, ito ang nag-hijack sa, sa Kongreso, NTC eh. But effectively, on, on the orders of, um, on a queue from, from Kalida. Pero yung, kung, yung, ano, yung Supreme Court at one time, sila mismo nag-hijack ng puder ng ano eh ng Senado eh, to pass upon an impeach official eh. So, <laughs> nagawa din nila yun eh. Tumakbo rin yan. Ano, so, 22. I'm sure if I looked at ano, some excuse, if, ano, if, if, ano, if, if, uh, if the Supreme Court insisted enough uh, on finding something that would somehow ano, uh, reinforce or justify uh, a more uh, a a heavier-handed uh, resolution of the case. Kiting na nila yan. I don't know what, but it could happen that way. Ang sinasabi ko lang, habang lumalawig, lumalawig yung case, at at hindi, kasi at this point, hindi na kailangan antayin ng Kongreso yun eh. Di ba? John? At this point, hindi sure. na kailangan antayin ng Kongreso na, ano, na kung ano pa sabihin ng Supreme Court. Pwede nilang idesidihan ngayon yan. Yeah. Oh. They can issue a provisional franchise, uh, yes. allow them to resume operations yes. if, if they want. If they want. Yes, kung gusto nila. And the oh. House can <laughs> now if they wanted. Kaso wala pang yes. schedule ng hearings. Wala. Didribble yan. Didribble na nga yan. I'd like to go now to the to, to how this issue has uh, somehow. Do you think this issue has uh, solidified uh, support uh, among members of the press? Because we're seeing the the reaction coming from different people. You know, fans of artists as ABS-CBN. But this personal observation, because when this was being done to Rappler, somehow I felt that it was not yet getting enough support from the industry itself. It was also done to the Philippine thing. Daily Inquirer, I felt there was not enough pushback. And now the biggest network was victimized. Do you think that somehow this is a this is the moment when finally, once and for all, you would see the industry finally coming together and realize that we are all being threatened? I, I think that there will always be some uh, journalists, quote-unquote, who will never... Uh, <laughs> join us in this uh, cause. Uh, these are uh, uh, journalists who are players you know, who always favor uh, the incumbent government, whatever that whatever is the president at the, at, at, at the moment. Uh, but I think that um, there is real concern among uh, many of us in the profession uh, that we should all come together. We should all uh, uh, to use the Rappler line, no? uh, a phrase to hold the line, right? Um, so with the con Consortium on Democracy and Disinformation, for instance, 
uh, we issued a statement and now we're issuing a third release of that statement because more people are uh, willing to sign. No? Uh, I, I, I was also struck that yesterday the NU, uh, a group led by the NUJP, uh, NUJP. by the NUJP had a statement of unity. No? And I think that Folk we can up. get uh, hundreds of uh, journalists uh, behind uh, this. So yes, as far as that question is concerned, I think the answer is we were all shocked when uh, the screens went blank. Went blank, rather. These journalists na sinasabi ni, ni Janeri, they will find themselves na they are becoming a smaller and smaller group as this thing progresses. No? They would have the right to say Wala nang nakikinig sa kanila. The other day, I saw a tweet of yours, Felipe. You were uh, reacting to that uh, FICTAP uh, interview. And somehow, how do you think that affected the, you know, the, the narrative? Which interview? You picked up. <laughs> well, it served its purpose maybe for a day or two. Pero ang nakita natin, nagkaroon ng, ano, ng reaction from among the ano, experts, ng mga, mga ECEs, electronics engineers, who, who explained the issue very well. No? Apparently, itong lobby group na to, ang interest niya is self-preservation. No? not really to right a wrong. So this is a group of uh, cable operators uh, who are being threatened by uh, the digital technology. Ang problema, it's the NTC itself who mandated the switch to digital from analog. And digital from analog means more channels. No? Ngayon, kung takot sila doon sa black box ng ABS-CBN, then they should innovate. No? They, maybe they should, they should roll out their own uh, setup boxes. But hindi pwedeng may iwan yung Pilipinas sa digital technology. The rest of the world are using digital technology. Late na nga tayo. Eh. In fact, the deadline for us is, I think, 2023. Oh, wow. no? then, so, but just, just the same, <laughs> we're going there. We have to switch to digital. And that digital means more channels. Kung mamatay ang cable, well, they will have to find ways to innovate. Yung pala, how do you address this, ano, this, uh, this problem? Kasi I noticed if you uh, look at the comments on social media, sometimes... Uh, Issues that are very clear to us, to us who understand what's happening. <laughs> but you, you would still see people saying na, hindi, wala, hindi kasi nagbabayad ng taxes eh. Hindi, kasi expired yung franchise eh. It's a very technical issue eh. If you look at, let's say, the issues raised by FICTAP against ABS, highly technical. And sometimes it might be difficult to address oh. this, this information coming from different... Mas marami, mas marami ang hindi nakakaintindi at saka ayaw umintindi. Mas marami yun eh. Ano, ito lang eh, marunong din eh, ang ginawa ng gobyerno, tinanggal lang, lang kayo ng isang platform. No? So ang tingin ng mga tao, eh, yun lang naman pala eh, okay na yan. Hindi ka mukha ito nung Marcia doon, na paggising mo sa umaga, ang nakita mo sa TV mo, blizzard. Kahit na ano, wala kang makita. Ano? Eh, but decisive naman yung, ano, yung rehimen na yun. Talaga tinuluyan na lahat eh, isang araw lang eh. Ito hindi, kasi hindi niya magawa. Dahil to sa military, he has not, he does not have the, ano, the, uh, he, he hasn't really co-opted the swing force. Kaya ganito na lang. Ito, yun namang, yun namang mga military, payag yan, ganyan-ganyan lang. Basta sabihin sa'yo, hindi pa naman martial law yan eh. Ano ha? Ano lang yan? Tatanggalan lang natin ng konti ABCBN. Ha? Tapos, uh, kayo naman, lalagay lang namin kayo sa kalsada. Hindi pa natin patatang, hindi pa natin dadamputin si si Janeri tsaka si Christian Esguera tsaka si si Ipe hindi pa natin tatatamputin yan 
Kaya okay pa lang yan. Sa, sa mga Abraham tao, Santos okay pa yan. Bakit ka pinang? Palikan natin yung simula ng Duterte administration. But basically, what, what Duterte wants, Duterte gets. So, napaluhod niya si Bobby Ongpin. At yung negosyo yeah. na nilipat sa isang Romualdez. No? Nap- mm-hmm. Napagsorin niya yung Ayala at Pangilinan. At imagine these Ayalas and the Ayalas ano, uh, had to say sorry and they had to waive their claims for a dispute over Kwan, over uh, over uh, their water concessions. Eh, Tapos, yung Ayala sumama kay Marcos eh. And naging naging, naging, ano, naging ambasador sa Courts of St. James eh. So kung kung gusto kung, kung gusto kong paluhurin ni Duterte, paluluhurin kanya. Oo. So this is what's happening. Ito pala, they they think uh on the part of ABS-CBN, not only ABS-CBN, uh, also Rappler, Inquirer, those uh media organizations that were directly attacked by the president consistently and viciously. Do you think we should have uh, pushed back much harder and much earlier. Yes, much earlier. I started writing about it in 2017. You know that? And I have been trying to reach your, your, your higher ups all this time and asking them what they intended to do, but they, they didn't do anything or they didn't want anyone to know in any case. So, nabigla lang ito. Biglang nilang lumitaw ito. Binraso kayong bigla at a time ng pandemic so walang walang ano walang masyadong pushback na magagawa wala talaga eh hindi ka makapunta sa kalsada eh no the last pushback na significant nung yung kay Joseph Strada na binraso yung mga advertisers against the inquirer yun ang last wala na ngayon no, so hindi pa nung kaysa Manila Times ha? incident Manila Times incident Yung Mani- hindi, yung Manila Times, yung late, latest, yung inquirer. Yung Manila Times incident, yeah, there yung, was yung also- case ko, na we, we, we walked out and the whole, ano, supported us, ano, in our, ano, and we won it out of court, no? Uh, that no. was a long time ago, pero, I there think, another Manila Times. Oh, yeah. Ah, down. yung kay, ano, kay Malu. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yung, I, kay, I, I, yung kay Malu. I was yeah. an editor there and I, Yeah, I that's right. Of- I was part oh. of a shuttered news group. Christian, looking at the images from last Tuesday. Yes. John, can you talk a bit uh, about it a bit? Yung, yung, yung comparing the, the reaction to, to on how we reacted during that time uh, to the closure of the Manila Times, the ad boycott on uh, the Philippine Daily Quarter. Compared to how media as an institution is reacting now? Uh, well, it, first of all, when the Manila Times was closed, uh, was sold actually, was sold and it was sold. Yes, a shut down for a time and then it moved to another uh, place and under a new owner. Um, there was no pandemic. So on our last night, our newsroom was full of fellow journalists from. Uh, from everywhere, uh, from ABS, from every, everyone was there. Uh, it, it was a genuine moment of solidarity. No, I, I'm very to, I'm very uh, sorry to 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 see that while we could have done that last Tuesday, it wasn't possible because of the pandemic. You know? uh, but 
kung walang pandemic, I'm sure many journalists from other news organizations would have gone to the ABS-CBN main newsroom and and shown our solidarity. So in in 1999, there there was that no uh, uh, expression, physical expressions of solidarity. Tapos nung, I wasn't with the Inquirer then, uh, but when there was an advertising boycott, I, I, uh, I, was, I was a reader and then I found out later on more of the details. There was a real surge of public support for the We Inquirer. marched. We marched. We went out there uh, on there the street and marched. There was a rally uh, yes. on, in August uh, 1999 uh, at the intersection of Ayala Corner. Yes. Uh, there was probably 200,000 people there. Uh, it was huge. Uh, but uh, so th there was an actual outpouring of public support. But Duterte, uh, but uh, Estrada, Estrada deflected uh, public anger by holding uh, an El Shaddai uh, yeah. <laughs> rally, prayer rally at the exact same time in uh, oh. on Ross Boulevard. So Ross Boulevard, so that, you know, that, that that siphon yeah. of uh, yeah. large crowd also, but. Um, I think the difference between then and now is, uh, let's admit it, many people are intimidated because this president has said himself that he has killed people. And he, he has shown that he is not shy about making sample, making an example of others. No? So Phil Webb, uh, it wasn't sold to the Romaldes as Ipe, uh, uh, it was sold to Greggy Araneta the son-in-law of Ferdinand Marcos. He makes examples. He made an example of the Ayalas and, uh, and Manny Pangilinan who waived what were legally won uh, claims amounting to billions of pesos. So people are intimidated. Uh, some of our colleagues, some of our owners are intimidated. Let's That's try. a big yeah, yeah, Let's we're forced to take in a, a new partner, si Razon. Let's try to be even more imaginative. Uh, we've been hearing this observation also. Na, do you think in, uh, in reality what's happening is uh, the bigger context is not just uh, wanting to take out ABS-CBN because the president uh, hates its coverage, but the larger picture is that this is a shakedown, part of a shakedown because he wants a new player to come in. I'm sorry, uh, it's a shakedown because what? He wants, he wants a new player to come in. Come in. Yeah, that's a very, you know, that's a very, that's a very credible scenario. I mean, we all know that. Mapupuyasa kasi mapupuyasa, Christian eh. Once ABN, ABS-CBN is out of that platform, no ha? Aani niya yung ano niya, yung facilities niya for that platform. Ang tingin nila, gano'y, ibebenta yan. Ibabargain yan. Gano'n yan eh. Tapos kung kuha ng so franchise yan, bibigyan. Not so much the facilities, but the frequency. The frequency. Equipment, frequency and the facilities as well. Pati yung mga, ano, yung mga ano nila, yung mga equipment nila, eh saan mo dadalhin yan? Talaga mga ibebenta mo yan, di ba? Kaya sinasabi nga nila, I've read some uh, face, uh, Facebook threads saying that we don't think the Lopez's, um, after all this time, having been we would expect them to have been uh, 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 sufficiently chastened ano, na ilalaban nila yan. Mm. Ngayon, when I was asked that, I told them that Henny Lopez, the really chastened one, is gone. Mm. <laughs> and the next two are simply too old and don't even 
involved themselves with the uh, the workings at at ABS-CBN. The real challenge uh, is posed to Gabi Lopez. He is the he is the ano, he is the is the boss. It is he who will decide how to um, to react or counter uh, or answer this challenge. Nasa kanya yan. Kaya nga, I was a bit, um, a little disappointed nung on the very night after the order came, ABS-7 decided to close. Di ba? Uh, I don't know, but... I have a know, different view. Oh, but you know, know it's but they, 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 iba yung kanila eh. Also because ang tingin din nila, meron pa naman tayong ANC eh. Meron pa yeah. naman tayong ibang platforms eh. So ang should, hirap nito, ibabato rin sa ibabato rin sa inyo nung kabilayan. Oh, ganun pala eh. Meron pa na kayong view. iba eh. I I, I don't want to put uh, Christian on the spot here, but I have heard <laughs> from reliable sources that in fact the Lopezes already reassured the employees they were never going to sell. Okay? So while it is true that that was an option for the administration to force a uh, hostile takeover, uh, very, very quickly it became apparent that the Lopez's were not willing to sell their uh, preferred uh, uh, equity position. Um, so that, that's that's it, no? And I, I, I also know that you, you, you guys in ABS-CBN uh, have been preparing for uh, scenarios like this. No? Uh, you've beefed up your digital uh, resources, for instance, well before this happened. Um, so I actually thought that it was a masterstroke on your part to end it while people were still awake, while people were still around to see the screens go black. Okay, uh, I know someone, a 90-year-old uh, follower of your soap operas who was distraught and said, these guys have gone too far. They've taken away our entertainment. Mm -hmm. Okay, we don't usually talk about entertainment when we're talking about political alignment and so on. But That's another right. You're not the right, the right to be entertained, anyway, yes. Uh, so that, that's, one, that's, that's just one example. My point is that I thought that ABS-CBN going out on its own terms while people were still awake was a good thing. And then two days later to come up with a TV patrol, but now on other, uh, for, in other formats, I thought that was, okay, parang medyo napanatag yung loob ko na you guys know what you're doing. It's a very no, difficult uh, situation you, you find yourselves in, but I know you've, you've wargamed this through, so... No, but the closing, the closing came late in the night. No? One thing, the closing... Also, I know, I know, we all know that ABS-CBN apologized to the president. And I also know that all this time before the closure, ABS-CBN had been doing some back-channeling. Meaning, that's why I said, this is about freedom, which cannot be bargained with, and it is in fact something to fight for. Mm. I don't know whether people who are really, you know, uh, who would like to, to take 
to come to the side of ABS-CBN strongly would not have preferred ABS-CBN being seen fighting. I don't know about that. No? But at least all that apologizing, all that back-channeling would have been offset uh, by a brave reaction to the order. Mm. Now, I, I don't know, but these are just, well, uh, the yeah, hindsight. Not, yeah, not, not, sell, not, not selling I, under extreme pressure is an act of bravery. I just mm. want to put it out there. No? I mean, you, you, it, it would be much simpler for the Lopez family to just sell, but then they would be turning their backs on their own legacies. No? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's another matter when 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 you when you are when, when you are uh, when you are making a decision for eleven thousand people. I mean, there's another matter, no? So, yeah, second, sure. that's a matter sure. altogether different from the matter of press freedom. Eh? In fact, I don't, I I I don't even factor in those eleven. I'm sorry to say, those eleven thousand people in the argumentation uh, when it comes uh, on 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 the on the franchise issue. Ang sa akin, maliwanag, this is a matter of law, this is a matter of democratic principle, this is a matter of constitutional, um, uh, constitutional principle. So, hindi ko pinapahan yun. But, the, it, but uh, people remember eh. They thought that an apology would do it. No? People remember, I have been going to them, asking them what exactly the score was, what exactly they've been doing, and I heard from other people who wouldn't be quoted but they were doing some back channeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I happen to whatever happens, whether they apologize, they back channeled, whether they stopped, uh, uh, whether they quickly obeyed the NTC order, I still would fight for this eh, because it's a freedom issue. I'm just talking about other people because I have talked with others, and all of them were complaining. Why, why, why was it to? Why, why did it seem so easy for them to obey? the NTC order that seemed to us, even to us, if not, un, if not illegal, unfair. Okay. But there's people like that. No? This is so, quite weird because we're talking about something that directly affects me. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you see? Oh, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, uh, we're about to uh, wrap this up. Uh, Felipe, any uh, final words? <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope uh, I hope the... ABS-CBN people, the Lopez's realized that uh, so many people are behind them, no? And um, I hope they realize that even if they had efforts before, na, for example, to uh, to try to help their cause by, for example, offering to help uh, the coverage of the Sea Games, no? Extending apologies when they're not really not really necessary, no? Na even if even if they did all these things, na wala pa rin yung kanilang ano, yung hindi pa rin sila binigyan ng franchise. No? They should realize that this is really a larger issue of press freedom and a threat to our democracy. No? And uh, other, other sectors of society should realize it. Hindi ibig sabihin na nag-issue ng statement eh naniniwala doon sa cause ng press freedom and democracy. I'd like to cite, for example, yung statement ng CBCP president. No? Uh, what he said was that he was just sad that people had lost their source of entertainment. That's it. Not, no, no, even, no, no mention of press freedom or democracy. Kasi ano eh, uh, press sila to issue a statement eh. Kasi everyone is doing it left and right. 
and what are, and and, and uh, what they can afford to say is that we, they would pray <laughs> for the government to do the right thing. No, it's hoping that the government will do the right thing. It's about taking away our freedoms. It's about it's about taking away keeping away at our democracy. No, so at that sense, in that sense, disappointing yung ibang ano sectors of society in the quality of their reaction. John. Uh, three quick points. No, uh, first, I hope that uh, the shock of ABS-CBN shutting down last Tuesday night uh, would uh, galvanize the Supreme Court uh, to actually decide in favor of the TRO filed yesterday. Second, that uh, Congress, which only has until June 4 to pass the law, will pass that law and will also be shocked by what happened uh, this week uh, to and be able to expedite this. And lastly, I hope that more people shocked by what happened this week um, uh, will realize that um, the fate of the ABS-CBN is not just about this news organization or the 11,000 people who worked for it, but it's about everyone else, uh, every citizen in our democracy. Okay, Mr. Verhel Santos. My wish is simple, that we fight more for freedom than bargain with it. You know, simple as that. I'd like to see, I'd like to see some fight, not only in ABS-CBN, but in other people. That's all. Okay. Dadno, thank you very much, uh, gentlemen, for joining us on this uh, very special podcast on the thank shutdown. Thank you. Yeah, CBN. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, and hope that something uh, good comes out of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's it for this week's episode. Catch us again next week for another edition of the Matters of Fact podcast.